Hello and welcome to episode 69, dudes! of the True Achievements <laughs> Podcast. I may be hungover, but I can still get special sound effects into the show. <laughs> Surprising my co-host <laughs> in the process. Jack's here. Hey. Dave's here. Whoa. Dave has turned into some sort of robot noise. <laughs> I heard that. I didn't do anything though. Oh, was that not you? No, I heard the... Okay, cool. And Bill and Tedder here. 69, dudes! <laughs> I'm a little bit jaded. Dropped my new phone last night. Boo. <laughs> I've managed to keep it for a whole week. A whole you week without breaking it. It's like... Pardon? Were you trying to unlock it with your eyes? And you... Yeah, it's got Irish record. It's got so many cool things, but it's just, it's like it's made of, they've put a layer of soap around the outside, so it's just the slipperiest thing in the world. It's a terrible design, really. Uh, but I, I did have a case for it, and then I forgot to put it on, and then I went out, and then I had a few too many wines, <laughs> and then I dropped it, and then I broke it. So that's depressing. Anyway, let's move on. Um, blimey, it's Hot Wheels week. Da, 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 da. What a week it has been. <laughs> so, uh, Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon 3 came out on Tuesday at about 6pm. Uh, we streamed three hours of it with that, literally thousands of people watching, which was pretty crazy. Uh, we've all played it. Dave, are you playing it for a review? I am indeed. Okay, do you want to give us a little pre-se? Uh, so far, it is... Very similar to kind of set up to the Blizzard Mountain DLC where the races, you get like a, an objective in each race. So you get um, three stars if you finish the race, win the race and complete the objective, which might be get a certain skill chain or do X amount of drifts or something. And then, but it's done like this time, it's done in like the car classes. Like when you start off, you're driving A-class cars. And then once you earn a certain amount of stars, you unlock the S1 and S2. So I'm at, I'm at like the S2 stage at the moment. I think uh, I think you're probably going to need about 100 stars, I guess, to get to like the fa- the big finale. So I haven't managed to experience that. But so far, it's like pretty spectacular. <laughs> it's, um, yeah. I've, I've, my son loves playing. Like I have to sit with him so I know what he's doing. He, he likes to like the GTA stunt races. Yes. So it's very kind of similar to that with crazy like bits on the track that boost your speed, and when you do, you get like a real sense of like crazy loops and like your cars going round bends that are like <laughs> literally. I don't know how you cling into the track, yeah. but yeah. it's pretty spectacular so far. I'm really it's kind of enjoying it. If, if you're racing game player or you i know forza horizon 3 has gone beyond traditional racing gamers um loads of people have it now just um and you don't normally drive in cockpit for this dlc just have a couple of goes <laughs> in in cockpit view honestly the sense of speed when you go over one of those boosts it's just properly nuts um i was actually thinking this but like the wipeout collection comes out on ps4 i think it's this week right and um wipeout 297 has been my favorite racing i know it's slightly different to just plain old racing games but it's been my favorite racing game since i I got it back in whenever it was on the ps2 or ps1 and i think this dlc for hot wheels has just nudged that into first place it's just it's just awesome it's so much fun loads of cool achievements in it as well that they get dished out reasonably regularly we got um 
eight in the two and a half hours, I guess, we were streaming. Mm-hmm. As, as Dave says, you get them for progress and stuff. There's a few m- multiplayer ones, a few online ones. But generally, it's it's sort of just mucking around and ex- experiencing the world. Um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. So uh, check it out. It's the best £16.74. Good pricing. <laughs> <laughs> you will ever spend. I noticed as well while I was playing it last night, it's so detailed. Did you have Hot Wheels tracks as a, a kid? Um, no, I, I was a Dada man, <laughs> which what probably that? I'll never really... It was like little cars, you push them down, and then you, wrote, you wound them backwards and forwards, and there was a little spring inside that got tighter and tighter and tighter and tighter. I don't know, how, did the, were the Hot Wheels ones powered? Uh, you had like a button that you kind of smashed at the start and then you'd have like the speed up bits on there and things that okay. keep going. Yeah, so there was no speedy up bits, but they were similar things, so plastic tracks that do loop the loops and all that sort of stuff. When I was playing it last night, I noticed like when I was a kid, we used to have it and I, I vividly remembered, you know, like when the sun kind of shines through the track because it's plastic, it kind of go kind of see-through. Mm-hmm. And on the on the Hot Wheels, like when you're playing it in the game here, like when the sun shines on the track, you can see it kind of going translucent. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so detailed. Um, have you unlocked many of the Hot Wheels cars? Um, as far as I'm aware, they're all unlocked. You have to go to the garage okay. and, uh, and just download them. Which is a, it's, that's probably the only drawback that I found. You know, there's so many. I got with the review copy of the main game. I got there was like the car pack. Okay. And you have to go to the garage and yeah. unlock each car. And then when you've unlocked it, you have to choose like a you know, color or a livery. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a while. And then you save it. And then it goes back to like the main menu of you in the garage. Then you have to go back yeah, again to the cars there. and get it. So it's a bit, and I wish they'd just drop them in your game and say they were there. But yeah, yeah the, the one get car that uh, I'd say don't drive in cockpit view is the, <laughs> the, new Hot Wheels one called Twin Mill and it's got like two engines sticking out of the bonnet <laughs> right in your view of where you drive. <laughs> we had that issue on the stream, didn't we? At one point. I left it in cockpit view and passed for controller so rich. There's a few achievements for doing like specific things in some of the Hot Wheels cars and one of them was doing like drifts in that car. So I okay. got in it and I was just like, I can't see anything but like... <laughs> You know, just I know some of the times you did it'll tell you know, you like you set your, your waypoint to go to that bit. And there's always a turn straight after one of them boost points. So you think you're turning, then all of a sudden you just go yeah, flying yeah, yeah, yeah. and go inside. It. <laughs> um yeah, the map because it's the verticality of the map, like the track goes over the top of other track all the all the time. So you yeah. look on the map and you think you put a waypoint <laughs> and it's like right next to you, but you're actually it's actually miles above you or miles below you. That's a bit annoying, and then you have to sort of mm. drive all the way around to find it. Um, but it's nuts. It's properly nuts. I think um, we have to play some online because I think that would be loads of fun. Yeah, definitely. And then you, um, I don't know if there's new game modes or anything like that online, but um, I think um, I think it, we should play. This really reminds me, like the, the when I I reviewed for the first Forza Horizon, and we got copies like two weeks before the game came out, and nobody really knew, you know, what to expect from it. And I remember. Uh, playing with a bunch of reviewers like a couple of days before the game came out, there was like a golf course in the game and right, it, right. you could set like, you know, the cat and mouse style races and all that kind of stuff. So there was people driving over this bumpy kind of golf course in like Bugatti Veyrons yeah, and Ferraris yeah, 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 where you couldn't control and you were just flying off and it's probably the most fun I've ever had online. <laughs> just, it was great. And this DLC kind of recreates that whole kind of little experience I had with the first, uh, first Forza Horizon. But like in a massive scale, where the whole world is just like oh, it's brilliant. Yeah, 
We gave away a ton of codes as well, so big up to Playground for providing us with so many codes. Um, I think everybody that watched the stream had a blast as well. It was uh, it was really it was so busy that you couldn't really keep up with the chat. It was just like mm. scrolly, <laughs> scrolly, scrolly. Anyway, anything to add, Jack? Did, um, you didn't like it, did you? <laughs> no, no, I loved it. It was amazing, but uh, definitely one of the highlights for Forza franchise. I was wondering where they were going to take it, and I, honestly, when they announced the, the DLC, I never expected a Hot Wheels expansion. No. Um, but w- one of the things just for set pieces, like you're driving along and there's a big T-Rex standing over the track. <laughs> yeah. well. That just adds the whole kind of child aspect back into it even more, doesn't crazy. it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Crazy. it's a lot of nostalgia and a lot of love for it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It makes me really excited. It makes me excited, you know, to find out what they're, you know, they the said that they're working on their own IP. The new IP, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because like, each... Each version of uh, Horizons got better, and even the DLCs like um, Storm Island was amazing. And yes. I think uh, Blizzard Mountain topped that, and then I kind of, yeah, me too. In a different way, this is kind of top that again. Mm. So they they're really growing as a studio. It's it's exciting to see what's going to happen with future yeah, on their, their own IP. Growing in people as well. I think they they they've put quite a big team together for new IP. So uh, I think all we know about it is that it's an open world game with mm-hmm. racing. And I think it said there's racing elements. Right. Okay. So, I mean, it would make sense to keep your expertise. It would be weird if they just did an RPG or something. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> a little side scroll in Shooter. I might, I might have to go and uh, have words. Anyway. Yes. Good. Buy it. Um, there's actually a pack, isn't there? They've made a bundle for the yeah. game, the base game, and the um, Hot Wheels DLC. So if yeah. you haven't got the game, I recommend you could you pick that up. Or in fact, you can probably get the game cheapest chips now um, on disc. I'd imagine retail somewhere. And a little sneak peek: keep an eye on the site. There may be a competition for a Hot Wheels code coming. Oh, soon! <laughs> awesome. That's cool. So um, that uh, was one of our streams this week. But we have streamed a whole ton of other stuff. Um, Jack, do you want to talk about Save the Ninja Clan? Yeah, Save the Ninja Clan, it was a little platformer. Um, it's kind of it reminded me a little bit of Super Meat Boy. Um, it was quite difficult in, in terms of it being over, not overly difficult, but quite difficult. And when you got to the end of a level, it replayed all of your attempts of the level up to that point. Um, it was pretty simple, though. It was kind of move from left to right, um, get to the end of the level, kill the enemies as you're going along. You're playing a ninja. You have little ninja stars. Sometimes you'll come up against a wall that's too high to jump up, so you have to throw a ninja star into it, then jump off the star, or jump land on the star, then jump off the star to get over. Yeah. Um, a lot of simple sure mechanics. Yeah. I would call it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Being a ninja. <laughs> like pick up a Japanese I was a ninja. Xbox and uh, play some Bioshock with me. <laughs> but, um, it's, yeah, it was good though. A lot of simple mechanics working well in conjunction with each other. Um, it had a concept, a lot of the achievements were tied to what they called glitches. Yeah, and, which you could sort of see, couldn't you? Mm-hmm. If you sort of paid attention to the screen, you'd see a little... Like a texture well, a graphical glitch. Or, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, flickering. Yeah, exactly, that's a good way to describe it. A little bit of wall that would flicker and then you could go and try and investigate it and then behind that would be like a whole area that you didn't couldn't mm-hmm. see before. Like you'd go into the area and you'd get a little on-screen, like old-school 
Yeah, little dots prompt. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, what are you doing? Why are you going this way? Then suddenly your controls would be flipped or something. Yeah, there was a load of really cool mechanics. In fact, um, we came the achievements in that. I say we. I think I got the one for dying. Yeah. <laughs> it's die 50 times and attempt to level yeah. 10 times, I think. Yeah, I think I got both those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we got 15 achievements for 498. I can hear the screams of disgust <laughs> from the listeners. <laughs> 498 gamer score. Um, so, uh, yes. I think all the achievements were like 33 or 34 mm-hmm. <laughs> gamer score, uh, which is very strange. Um, but it was a cool game. I enjoyed it a lot. And we, yeah, as I say, we made some decent progress in there. And then on, also on Friday, we played Mayan Death Robots Arena. Now, this was a game that I had played at Rezd and is a sort of worms on acid, <laughs> uh, sort of real-time turn-based uh, single single screen head-to-head shooter. <laughs> the idea is to blow up your opponent's some... core. Yeah. Kind of arena-based. Mm. Arena, mm. nice. Yeah, that goes in the name. And it's <laughs> online, it's isn't it? Um, there is online, so yes. Yeah. Um, it came out on Steam a while ago, and I think um, having spoken to the dev at Rezd, uh, the big delay in getting it over to Xbox was the, the netcode to get it working online. But... Um, I think it works very well. The, you choose a robot at the start, and you're against... I think it's only one against one. I don't think you can have more than that on the same map. So it's sort of head-to-head. And the idea is to blow up your opponent's core, uh, which is sort of uh, on the on the other side of the map. And you have weapons, just like in Worms. You have a set of weapons that you can use, or you can move uh, on your go to a different position on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's quite fast-paced. I like Worms can be quite ploddy yeah, and slow well, this is pretty intense worms it's one person makes a turn then the next person makes the turn whereas this you both on the same countdown timer you both choose the moves that are going to happen and then when that gets down to zero they'll both be actioned at the same time exactly that, yeah um you also have some little dudes on each side look look, look a bit like lemmings actually that bit reminded me of lemmings uh, and they sort of run around and um, repair your core or if your enemy robot gets too close to them they'll go and attack it mm-hmm. uh, for you automatically which is quite handy uh, but it was as I said, pretty intense so the dev came into the stream to talk to the chat which was cool um, so thank you for that and um, yeah it was a pretty enjoyable game we yeah. didn't play online we just played local there was uh, one other mechanic that we didn't speak about um, part way through some of the levels bosses a, yeah big boss will appear yeah. you have to work kind of together yeah, to, uh, to defeat the boss. Defeat the boss. Mm. Um, yeah, that was pretty intense. I mean, we we had this boss appear that had like rock hands, but he could build like um, terrain around him to protect mm-hmm. him. And it took us about twenty minutes to beat him. Uh, we, I don't think we chose him well uh, with our robots. All the robots have different um, weapons, and yeah, we we didn't have particularly useful ones for getting through terrain. So it took us a long old time to beat him. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun. And we got five achievements for one hundred and eighty Gs. Mm-hmm. Now. After that, <laughs> we were on a bit of a, a poor run of achievements. Mm. So on Monday, we played Worlds to the West. Um, tell us about that one, Jack. Uh, this reminded me a lot of a Zelda game on a handheld device. It was a little bit like um, Four Swords, which was one where you connected four Game Boys together and you had kind of like a top-down view of the players, uh... but quite um uh, very pretty wasn't yeah it? it's kind of like soul shaded cute graphics i'd say mm. in a way uh, it looked really nice though um 
in terms of a game, you were starting off and you were uh, you had multiple characters you could play as, but you started off with one and you had to travel, kind of traverse um, over the terrain to a temple. You met some dude and then it transferred you into another character and you got a little bit of backstory on them. You traversed the same location and then you could switch between the characters at will at um, totem poles and yeah. use those to kind of fast travel around the map. But it was about using their powers together to unlock new areas and get to new areas. Yeah, area. so like some could jump further than others. Some yeah. had like um, different attacks that you'd need to get past certain areas. Yeah, one of the characters was small and he could go through uh, small holes in walls. Um, as a lady I was playing as and she had a scarf that she could use to kind of wrap around objects yeah. at a distance and pull herself towards them. So she could pull herself over gaps that you couldn't jump over. She could also take control of uh, enemies by whipping them with the scarf. And then... Oh, that's right, like squirrels and things. Yeah. Yeah, it was was a cool game. Again, a lot of depressing how little achievement progress we made in an hour because you were, you know, making good progress through the levels. We got through a lot of it. I think um, if they would have balanced the achievements better, it would have made me want to kind of keep going with it. Yeah, it was very enjoyable. Yeah, if you had a little bit of where every achievement is, find the tablet. Yes. Oh, that's right. Every single achievement description. <laughs> find the hidden tablet. And we didn't manage to find tablet. any of the tablets. Even though we thought we had. Like, there was a few places where we were like, oh, that's a tablet. Yeah. Yay. And then nothing popped. And it's like, oh. Well, well, all of the doors have a, I suppose you call it key in a way because you place it in and it opens the door. But the key itself looks like a tablet. Yep. Um, and then so when we, we found a secret room, didn't we? Which had yeah. an enormous... Quite obvious tablet on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Even picking that up didn't on that one. No. So, so I don't know whether the achievements are broken. A little, little bit confusing, but it seemed like a really, uh, really good game. Um, just wish they would have balanced and made some progression with that earlier on. But. Yes, agreed. Okay, um, the following day we played Crawl. Ooh, okay. No. This was a bit of a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it was randomly generated. You basically it plonked. Um, you started off in one room, and then it, it had random doors on it. You went through into another room, and you could just keep progressing through kind of a little dungeon. Eventually, you'd come across some stairs, and you go down to the next level. Um, and that was the point at which kind of the level ended. You start off playing as a living person, and there are CPUs. Um, uh, you can choose the number of CPUs, I think, so you can either have one to... Uh, free. Yes. And they all play as poltergeists. And they can take control of things in the rooms you're in, so chairs, chests, boxes. Uh, sometimes there's a pentagram on the floor and they can become like a skeleton or a, a monster. And they've got to try and damage you and kill you. Um, as soon as one of them kills you, the person that gets the final blow becomes the living person. They gain humanity again. Yes. There was an achievement tied to that, wasn't there? Yeah. About ten times. And then you become the poltergeist. And then it's kind of a rinse and repeat, and it keeps um, going. Just keeps going. Um, each time you get to the staircase, it ends the level, and you you earn wrath um, for the amount of damage you've done to the person or the amount of times you've uh, killed the other person. And you can use those to upgrade the monsters that you can uh, take control of via the pentagram. Okay. Um, there is a full review up on the site for this game. We gave it three and a half out of five. Bear in mind the reviewer played 
eight hours of the game and only unlocked seven of the 45 achievements. Um, so it probably isn't much of a surprise that we didn't unlock a single one in an hour. Uh, but that is going to be a long old game. I think we could have push. probably unlocked the Regain You Humanity ten times if ten we times, just focused yeah. on that. Yeah. But... Anyway, um, tricky game. Um, not beautifully graphically. It's like a 8-bit style. Yeah, but, that seems to be the popular thing to do with games of a minute. Easy. It's a phase I wish people <laughs> would move away well, from. Well, you've got to employ an artist otherwise. <laughs> um, speaking of 8-bit graphic styles, the next game we played was Bit Dungeon Plus. Oh, this was... I'm trying to remember this one now. Uh, I thought you were playing the same game again, to be honest. Yeah, two yeah. players, pretty much the same game. So you started off with <laughs> room. You had different doorways leading out of it. And you went for a doorway, there are a bunch of enemies, you kill the enemies. As soon as you've killed all the enemies, you can pick up a key to unlock another door, if there is another one. Yeah. And it's a rinse and repeat. Eventually, you'll come across a boss. Uh, if you defeat the boss, the door behind them opens, you go through a portal, and you start on the next floor. Yeah. This was my... I mean, I'm doing it a disservice to say it looks similar, because it's much better graphically, but it's still old yeah. school style. Yeah, very um, much And we played this in co-op, so uh, that made it a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. And there's an um, achievement for dying, which we promptly unlocked. Yes! <laughs> nice 10 game score. Great, an achievement for dying. Um, yeah, we got two achievements for 40Gs, but um, I preferred this to Crawl because mm -hmm. we were playing it together. Yeah, Crawl didn't really have any explanation of what was happening, or much explanation of what was happening. Yeah. Um, this didn't either, but this was simpler in terms of mechanics. Yes. Um, and then after that, just before we played uh, our Forza-thon, uh, we played NBA Playgrounds, which, uh, having not really ever played any sort of NBA game apart from NBA The Prelude, um, we played a fair amount of this, and I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it's a very sort of FIFA Street-style, um, sort of like a comedy version or a cartoony version of NBA. Yeah. Very easy to pick up and play. Crazy dunks, crazy moves, uh, like the ball will glow after a certain amount of dunks and stuff like that, and it all goes mm -hmm. a bit nuts. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. You weren't as keen as me. Um, uh, you struggled a bit, I think, with the blocking. Yeah, the blocking mechanic just didn't seem to work. Um, so your view of a pitch was kind of a sideways. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is where I'm going wrong. I didn't have my basketball bat with Back me. Back to either. our sports editor, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> I didn't bring my basketball clubs or bats either. But, um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you had a sideways view of the b-ball court um <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but it was quite difficult to determine where your player was on the court in comparison to the hoop if that makes sense so i was yeah. pushing the block button the block, the block dependent on the direction you're facing it seemed to shoot you forward a little bit as well so it wouldn't just shoot you up like directly up in the air so if you were in front of a hoop and you were looking towards the other player, you'd end up jumping past and over the ball as they threw it. Yeah. It just didn't see... I don't know if there's something I wasn't grasping with it, if there was a timing element that I was missing. I think there probably um, is a timing element. Um, this makes but me, I think uh, with some practice, this would be awesome. This makes me realise which player you were controlling now, because there was one who was definitely jumping all over. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's two on two, we should mention that, and I think you can play two on two online. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we were playing uh, two on two against CPU locally. There's like a tournament where you um, start off at 
uh, and like the last eight. And if you win that, you go through to the last four and then the semi and then the final. But uh, we, we won the first match, but we couldn't win the second one. Uh, unfortunately, we just get getting battered. It's got a bit of a um, FIFA foot, uh, FIFA Ultimate Team mode feel to it. So you get cards, mm-hmm. your players are dished out to you in packs. Uh, obviously, you might have some really good players. Our knowledge of NBA was... Uh, terrible <laughs> so we didn't really know any of the names but it tells you the scores of their uh, like blocking and shooting and three pointers and mm-hmm. dunking and all that jazz so uh, you can get a feel of how good the, the player is from the numbers but um, I, as I say I really really enjoyed it the presentation was cool uh, I think I'll probably end up buying this anything to add to that one? Uh, no I think you've covered it oh we got one achievement for 50 G's I'd say if uh, people haven't seen it it's kind of like uh, like a mashup of NBA Jam and NBA Streets yes okay definitely yeah. Okay, then on Wednesday we played Butcher, all in capital letters, uh, which was not an EastEnders game. <laughs> it was <laughs> horror, horror, horror Butcher Simulator. <laughs> it was like, how would you describe it? Uh, in fact, we, we tried to describe it yesterday <laughs> for the video. Okay, I, I called it a platformer. An action platformer, maybe? Action platformer. It had a very Doom style to yeah. it, so graphically it looked like the original Doom, so again, old school graphics, but side on mm-hmm. rather than first person. And even like when you died, the sort of blood dripped down from the from a screen, screen, yeah. very doomy, and even um, like very doomy weapons as well. So, chainsaw, railgun, uh, shotgun, assault rifle, yeah, yeah. Even some of the enemies were sort mm-hmm. of like the the uh, beholder things, in yeah. So um, um, it was totally side on, and you used the right stick to aim your gun yes. around the screen and it, it was quite helpful in terms of a lock on it seems to lock onto the enemies if you kind of a couple of degrees out it didn't matter uh, the shotgun had a super widespread anyway so you could take out multiple guys with that jump was interestingly on the left trigger oh man that was the worst <laughs> bit about this which game. was a bit confusing left trigger um, jump i mean i think ever made that before uh, you have <laughs> jump on lb and mirror's edge but that works because you're in first person yeah Whereas it this, work. well, you got used to it, though. I mean, you were you were blooming good at this yeah. game. Well, the main reason of having it on one of the triggers is so that you can aim and jump at the same time, isn't right. it? If you've got jump on the A button, you're gonna have to take your thumb off the aiming stick to try and jump. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I suppose. Don't so it's, it's got to be on almost one of those, and a click, you almost have to return the stick to the center to get a good click. Anyway, don't you? If it was on, yeah. So there's like four worlds. We progressed through the first one, uh, which was the Ironworks. Um, There was a lot of achievements tied to killing numbers of enemies. So kill a thousand so-and-sos with the what's-it gun. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't use the what's-it gun. No, the what's-it gun. We had had the what's-it gun on uh, our Forza stream. Um, But yeah, really good fun. Three difficulty levels, the last of which was brutally difficult. Uh, And then if you finish the game on that one, you unlock impossible difficulty level. Uh, so lots of replayability. I really enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was good, apart from the jumping issue. I must admit, I was pleasantly surprised when I saw the graphics initially. When I booted it up, I thought, "Oh no, we've got, <laughs> got another crawl or bit dungeon yeah. on our hands." Oh um, no, but probably yeah, not. No, kind of after a couple of minutes of play, I was like, "Ah, this is actually very good. Not what I expected at all." Yeah. Um, and then yesterday we played Lethal League. Which was a oh man, how are we going to describe this one? Dodgeball, <laughs> dodgeball, yeah, head to head, single like dodge- ball on the play arena, and yeah. you hit it 
between you. So you have a weapon that you smash the ball with, like a baseball bat or whatever, um, and you have to try and hit it into your opponent. And the more you hit the ball, the faster it gets. Great, progressively speeds up. Um, you got six characters to choose from. Each one has a special move. It was kind of like Wand Wars. Can you remember that? Yes, mm. I do. I'm sure our listeners are very familiar with Wand Wars. Uh, but it was a sort of similar mechanic of a single screen, um, hit the hit the ball into the other person type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. And it has online, uh, it has a challenge mode where you're up against the CPU over various different rounds. And sometimes there's like three CPUs against you. The achievements were really tricky, some of them. Like you had to get the ball over a million speed. And it took us forever just to get it up to a thousand a lot of goes just to get it to a thousand. So I don't know how on earth you'd get it to a million. And that's just nuts. Mm. But yeah, it's got online as well. So you can play um, against, I guess, three, a maximum of three other people online. Actually, there was a practice mode, wasn't there, for the one million? There was a practice mode. Yeah, yeah so if, if you turned off the, uh, there's a feature on it called ball tagging. And if ball tagging was on, it meant if you'd hit the ball, you couldn't then be killed by the ball. Ah. So another player hit it. So I wonder if we whacked it into practice yeah. mode, turned ball tagging on. Yeah, it was called training, wasn't it? That yeah. Mode? Okay, yeah. that would probably work. A little yeah. guide there for you. Pro if you want to play this game. Uh, it wasn't <laughs> a great deal to the game. Uh, it was just this single thing, level thing. It was okay. I didn't think it was brilliant. We got four achievements for 110 gamer score in an hour. It looked like one of them games where if, there was, if you had like four of you around, you just watched the football and you wanted something to do, it'd be quite fun for an hour or something, but I couldn't imagine yeah, it wasn't playing it solo to... for a long time. No, solo would be rubbish, I think. Okay, uh, let's move on to regular news. So, this was quite nuts yesterday. Um, <laughs> we found in our, you know, as everyone will know, we've integrated into the Xbox store. So we pull all the content from the store for stuff like um, all the new games, DLCs, prices for all regions, etc., etc. And yesterday we picked up something uh, which I had not heard about. So I did a quick Google search and no one else, there was no mention of it on the entire interwebs. (laughs) So I went, ah, (laughs) it's an Overwatch game that no one knows about. So we did a story and the story got picked up by the world. We had more. Tra- we had uh, something like five times the normal amount of traffic on our site yesterday than we than we normally have on a day to day basis, and it sort of stayed pretty much consistent throughout the day. Lots of sites linked back to us, but the story is boring you with the traffic talk. Overwatch, you've got a game of the year edition coming out next week, which we didn't know about. But they're also we picked up some anniversary loot boxes, mm-hmm. uh, which. People went nuts about. In fact, people were more yeah. interested in the loot boxes than they well, were about the Game of the Year edition. Well, this confirms the uh, anniversary event, which nobody knew was coming. So, so yeah. I think it's a year since Overwatch came out almost. Yes. Yeah. Exactly that. So that was pretty cool. Good news for Overwatch fans. Um, and good news for us. <laughs> it went crazy. You know, it was the funniest thing when you could actually monitor when each kind of site and link back yes. to us in a story yeah. and you can yeah. see the traffic go. <laughs> yeah, it was it was probably crazy. Watching Google Analytics, analytics yesterday was uh, a lot of fun. Anyway, that was interesting. What's the other news, Dave? All right, so last week, I think we mentioned on the podcast that uh, Black Ops 3, the Zombie Chronicles were coming. They, they originally announced it in sort of like some Q&A with a, a YouTuber who was a bit annoying, so I didn't watch the whole thing. But <laughs> <laughs> now they've actually released the kind of full details of it. It's going to be... Various of the old modes from World at War, Black Ops, and Black Ops 2. Different zombie modes. Loads of information. Like these are, I'll link to it because these 
probably quite a lot. Uh, it's going to be priced at twenty nine dollars. Um, it's okay. coming on May the sixth. Oh, sounds pricey. Yeah, especially when you're paying for DLC that you might have already bought already in the past. Bought, yeah. which so is this thing. entirely standalone then? No, it's a DLC or for for Black, Black Ops, Ops 3. Okay, I'm surprised they didn't just release it as a standalone, you know, like the um, yeah, Red Dead be... Redemption, Dead Nightmares, exactly. stuff like that. Although it's Activision, so you never know, it might still come probably later, come on, yeah. later on. Um, <laughs> it's coming on, coming on May the 16th, so not long to wait if you're a zombie wow. fan. Oh, sorry, it's May the 16th, to PlayStation, sorry, and then June. So oh, PlayStation uh, uses like a month yeah. exclusivity, so probably 16th of June to the Xbox. X-Bone file. Yeah, there's, there's a trailer and all kinds of stuff, so I'll, I'll link to it, and you can have a watch if you're interested in zombies. I am not. Cool. Freedom Rewards, they announced this a little while ago. Yeah, this uh, is interesting, isn't it? So uh, if you've been on the Xbox Rewards program... This is one of their incentives. Uh, there was another one this week announced that we didn't cover because I don't think it's everywhere. But if you play an hour this weekend, you're in a draw for a controller. I think it is. It's a bit weird. Um, but this one is if you play a free-to-play game, um, so playing Trove, Fallout, Shelter, Gems of War, Smite, and Battle Islands Commanders, uh, you're going to get some rewards for playing free-to-play games, basically. I've not used a reward program for a long time because it kind of went a bit pants, I thought. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm registered on it, and they sent me an email saying, you've earned zero points this month. When I first went on it, you used to get you get a questionnaire every month, so you do that, you get yeah. 200 points. And then every bit, every penny you spent, you kind of went up a rank, but then they reset your rank every year, so you've got to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. to get 5% kickback. It's like, I can't be bothered. Um and they had incentives like play a new game and you get like a thousand points and I think five thousand worked out at four quid. So, but now nothing. Just these weird things like play a free to play to free to play game and uh, hopefully spend lots in it and we'll give you some little bit back. But I'll link to that. You can have a read if you're interested in those free games. Why not and get some points back for it? Definitely. Um, another one that we kind of picked up this week: NBA Two K Eighteen has been dated and there's three special editions for it. Mm-hmm. You get the the standard edition, obviously. There's a legend edition where you get loads of stuff. It seems like it's all for kind of my team and you like the uh, their story mode type stuff, like jerseys and things like that in-game, a championship ring. You get special pictures. <laughs> um, and then 2K18 legend edition gold. Again, that's more stuff, but... Um, there was a trailer early. I think Shaq's like the, Shaq. the cover Shaq's star. In of the it. Gold Shaq Attack. <laughs> <laughs> you get some Shaq Attack trainers and things like that if you buy oh, the gold man. I know but, nothing about basketball, but even I love Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it's going to be launching on September the 19th. It's coming to the 360 and the Xbox One. 360. What a wow. decision. <laughs> um, there's going to be an early access period for pre order customers that starts September the 15th. And the prices are in US dollars, sixty dollars for the standard edition, a hundred dollars for the legend edition, and if you want Shaq's ring, a hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, I'd love to get my hands on Shaq's ring. Um, awesome. This next story has the best title of uh, any story we've published in the last uh, six months. Yeah. So uh, the title of the story was "The Next Need for Speed Will Allow You to Pause the Game." 
So, <laughs> why does that mean anything? So the last few Need, Need for Speed games have been online. Fully online, yeah. And you, the default was online. I think you could actually select... I know in Rivals you could kind of select to choose to go to, to like a, a single player. But it, you'd go in the game. I remember when I very first launched Need for Speed Rivals, my first race or objective to capture somebody somebody who'd obviously played it for a lot longer than I had came smashing into me in like the fastest car in the game and I couldn't do anything and I was like well that's not (laughs) so the next one's going to be a more of a it's still going to be like this street racing story based narrative but it's going to have like a an offline mode basically good it's gone I can't wait for this I love no speed yeah very little they, they basically showed a screenshot that said motel vacancy and June the 2nd. So whether June the 2nd is some kind of date that we're going to get some more information. Judging from this, you can't really get much. It looks maybe a bit deserty or something. There's really a car know. in the bottom right corner as well, isn't there? There yeah. is a car in the bottom right corner. There's a car, a, a chain link it's fence. A, yeah, that's a motel right. sign. Yeah. That's it. The chain link fence looks a bit odd, doesn't it? Have yeah. a look to panel to the left ben. of the car. Yeah, yeah that looks yeah. way off. What's going on there? <laughs> bit dented yeah. so chain link fences podcast where we analyze game screenshots <laughs> we analyze chain, fences chain link fences confirmed in the next but yeah there's going to still be the cops it's all going to be open world but the big thing is if that always online bit kind of annoyed you which it did for me yep. you won't have to be anymore uh, uh, so yeah june the second probably a trailer one would imagine yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they traditionally bring these games out around November, don't they? I think normally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. So probably in time for uh, holidays. The, yeah. Well, I'm thinking potentially uh, Scorpio. Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the chain link fences will look better on the Scorpio. 4K I mean, chain link fences. EA and Microsoft have a fantastic relationship, so it could well be yeah. a little. Uh, a little maybe coming early to Scorpio or something. And that's it for regular news. Yeah. Back and pat, Jack. Uh, tumbleweeds this week. Yes, not the game tumbleweed. That hasn't gone back compat. No, <laughs> no, there is no back compat. There is no back compat. Nothing. Okay, let's move on to Dave's bulging mailbag. It's nearly as bulging as my um, code, code bag, mailbag. Code, code sack. Yeah. yeah. Code sack. Put one oh. sack for each. Is <laughs> the top one the question of the week? Did we? Yes. Right. Okay. So, question of the week is from Lee Francis. How do you guys think Rockstar will approach Red Dead Redemption 2, given the rage from the fans on how single-player support has been handled for Grand Theft Auto 5? So if you're not aware, Grand Theft Auto 5 got no <laughs> single-player support. It's all been kind of updates for GTA Online. Online. So. Well, you've got to think. I mean, the, the weird thing about this is Rockstar announced that they had loads of things to do uh, for single-player for GTA 5. Um, loads of story extensions for the three main characters. Uh, and then uh, they just didn't happen. Um, so the reasoning for that, when normally these are a massive cash cow, is that GTA Online must be even a bigger cash cow that they would put their entire um, resource behind that. Yeah. And it's new stuff constantly, isn't it, on there? Yeah, well, they, it's not got, like they're all free it. updates, but a lot of the stuff you... You get the, uh, are they called shark cards and things like that? Yeah. Where you, you get in-game money for real money to buy a better house and a better car and things. <laughs> but yeah, it's obviously working for them. They're obviously making a lot of money from them kind of transactions to not even bother doing even a major online update. Like Heist was free. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. The, uh, no, I mean, it's just weird because mm-hmm. it's a bit depressing for me because I thought the Ballad of Gay Tony was one of the best pieces of DLC I'd ever played. Or yeah. in fact, one of the best games I've ever played, which was a mod for, uh, DLC pack for GTA 4. Um, absolutely amazing. It reminded me of Vice City and just totally fun. The other one was fun. Um, and it's, it must have sold well, surely. Yeah. Well, they even brought out additions later on with it, didn't you? You could buy like, the DLC as a bundle on yeah. disc. And- yeah, because there was the Lost and the Downs was the first yeah. one, wasn't it? And I thought, I thought they were hugely successful. I mean, to be honest, they shouldn't really... You wouldn't have thought they'd take that much development because you've got the world already. You just... Adding, you know, that must be the the thing that takes all the time building that living world. To just stick another couple of stories in there and a couple of new weapons and stuff, you wouldn't have thought it'd be that bad. And they weren't cheap. I think they were fifteen pounds each. Yeah. But clearly, that as I say, they're not. Um, they don't make enough money for Rockstar to to want to do more of them compared to the GTA Online stuff. So all of that roundabout talk brings us to RDR four at uh, four. Red <laughs> Dead Redemption two. <laughs> Come on, in 2015. Well, get an article about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 on the R4 and it's leaked. Does it have chain link fences? Um, <laughs> and it has horses. <laughs> okay. um, and you have to assume that they're going to do exactly the same thing. I, I can't assume otherwise. So, so, Red Dead Redemption 1, though, did that have single player DLC? I know there was the zombie mode that came last. Yes, that was single player. Yeah. But all the other stuff was kind of online things as well, wasn't I it? I think. Pretty- yeah, pretty much everything was online for it, wasn't it? There was for poker stuff, you could play it offline yeah. anyway, but then there was for poker stuff online, there was the, um, yeah, the undead four, mode. Uh, there was four DLCs, I remember that, and I think some of them were like just new game modes and things online. For online. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, I mean, it's been on the cards already then. I'm so it sounds, sounds to me like there probably won't be a great deal of... Uh, post-game single-player support. I mean, he's not, is he asking about... So, so I'm wondering if the... My interpretation of the question was um, at launch, kind of GTA, okay. it started off with just single-player. Yes. Didn't it? I wonder if Red Dead is going to be just single-player to start with, and then they'll add like Red Dead Online later. Or if well, they're going to... I think GTA Online was supposed to launch with the game. Yeah, and it came out two weeks later. Delayed. It was delayed a lot, wasn't it? And it didn't really work uh, yeah, for quite a long time. It first came out. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering if GTA is, if they're going to learn from that and kind of, if the online isn't ready, delay the game totally until everything's ready to go. Well, or, I don't know. I, uh, for me, I want all I care about is the single player. I'm not bothered about playing the online stuff. The story was so good in Red Dead Redemption. I, yeah. You can't really build yeah. a story around online stuff. The I, the GTA Five online just hasn't gripped me at all. Like I just I can't even be bothered to go and try and rank up for the achievements because it's just it's a lot I, of loading as well, isn't there? I just it's just I don't understand. Like I understand why some people would be interested in it, but the the races and things don't like the cars handling is not great. Yeah. The shooting I think isn't isn't great. I'd rather play a first person shooter if I wanted to play a shooting game. And then just driving around in a fancy car that people are going to blow up every time you drive somewhere it doesn't really appeal to me, especially after you just spent real world money to buy it. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, I, it just doesn't appeal. I, I enjoyed Red Dead Online, but that was because there was a, quite a few of us. You know, we just yeah. there was quite a few online achievements that I didn't mind doing in that. Yeah, you could party up and have a cool. I mean, that was almost story driven, wasn't it? You'd go and have yeah. to do. Some stuff in a particular camp or... Oh, yeah, there was that co-op mode as well. They brought out a co-op mode for Red Dead as well, didn't they? That was... 
Yeah, yeah. That was even, I think that was a free. That was a free update. I won't yeah, mind something cool. like that in Red Dead Two, some corp stuff online because. The, the online world was like the full online game. It's like it was like GTA when it was like the full world. Yeah. NPC. Well, I'm I'm 99.9% sure we will know more almost exactly this day next month. Mm-hmm. Um, at the Microsoft conference. I can't. They haven't done anything, have they? Apart from that three second trailer when they hyped everybody up for it. They did change their Twitter background to red. Don't forget that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's an image, wasn't there, that supposedly got uh, leaked the other day. Somebody posted it on GTA forums with no information at all, and loads and loads of people went, oh, this is Red Dead Redemption, and they were saying, oh, best graphics ever, and it turned out it was an online RPG game called Wild West or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's just um, obviously some... Uh, there's uh, rumours of um, for, but... the next Far Cry going like Wild West, isn't there? Yes, that's been quite heavily because people are saying that image was either Far, the new Far Cry or mm-hmm. Red, Red Dead Two. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I think we all agree that there's probably going to be a large online element to the game, and I think we all agree that we'd rather play the single player element <laughs> to it anyway. <laughs> Pretty um, much. But good question. Thank you, Lee. Are you um, Heath Lemon, Lee Francis? <laughs> Unlikely. The, the question would have been phrased a bit differently. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> good <laughs> point. Uh, <laughs> From oh god, this name Vroom Vroom Daddy. <laughs> nice. He's got the coolest um, Twitter handle: Goats and Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> but, brilliant. Vroom, vroom Daddy. Two of my favourite things. <laughs> Together. Yeah. Um, where do you guys stand on the argument that achievements slash trophies are system sellers? I personally only got my Xbox One for achievements. Um, that's a strong statement. <laughs> personally only got my Xbox One for achievements yeah. not the games and <laughs> uh, not the online not anything else okay um, well I think we're also invested in the ecosystem now that we game primarily on our Xboxes all the time if a game comes I mean I have all the PlayStation I've got a Switch um, but I just because the games don't have achievements and I want my score to get bigger because I'm <laughs> shallow <laughs> like that um i would always game on the xbox one first plus all, all my friends are on there mm-hmm. i'm so used to like the dash and everything else um so for me i guess you're right in in that way that um i will buy a scorpio over a ps4 pro um not just for the achievements because it's uh, going to be a, a fastest console again that's down to the general ecosystem isn't it as you've said yes. it's kind of more your friends and stuff as well and I don't think achievements or trophies are system sellers. Uh, I, I think there's a small portion of people, maybe 10% of people, they would be. But most people yeah. are just looking at the games, and it's kind of what exclusives are going to come out on it. Are their friends playing it? How expensive is it? There's a lot of real-world factors. How many flops does it have? It. Yeah, how many <laughs> flops does it have? Does it have a central fan? I was just about to mention the fan. Does it have a fan shaped like a Hovis system for something? For me, it's got Hovis in it. I I was definitely going to get a console like when the PS4 and Xbox One were coming out, but I think achievements, not achievements, but the achievement community kind of gave, decided for me that I was getting an Xbox One. I never even considered a PS4, even though everybody was saying, you know, it's more powerful. Games run better, arguably some better exclusives and things like that. Like it was 
down to the fact that (laughs) basically down to the fact that I'm so invested in TA. Most of the people I play with now, like my real life friends, have grown up and decided they need to do adult things and less gaming. We call them losers. (laughs) (laughs) So so most of the people I play with on on a regular basis are, you know, TA members and achievement hunters who have met through TA and stuff. So. I was all. I suppose it did kind of decide it for me that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a ridiculous question around. when you read it out, but actually, you're probably right. <laughs> okay, good question though. Thank you. Um, any other questions? Yes, last question is from um, Gabby Gabibu three. Did you leave this the, one in just Gabby. to hear me <laughs> pronounce that name? Um, <laughs> He said, how about some history on how the site began? Okay, so this is obviously a very long question to answer. Uh, And I have spoken about it on numerous occasions. So what we will do is we will link you to a very recent, well, within the last six months podcast I did for Z2Z, which is another podcast which you should listen to because it's good, um, where I spoke about the site history at length, um, including all sorts of interesting tidbits that some people might not know about. So uh, we will post a link to that pod in the story but thank you um cool next week's streams we've only put two in but we have loads to choose from so there will be more uh we are stream. oh this is today okay so elliot quest today and then we are doing the second of our never winter for newbies streams on monday which will be another 90 minutes of never winter and hopefully all the people that helped me out last time are going to come back and help because we had a really good time and we partied up and went and did some questing, which was good fun. So Jack's going to experience Neverwinter for the first time on Monday yeah. as well, which would be cool. Yeah. Um, we will add to that soon. We, as ever, we will be giving away copies of um, the Idea Xbox games, and we've got some starter packs for Neverwinter to give out in those. So check out our Beam channel on beam.pro forward slash True Gaming Network. Uh, we have rocketed up the followers league. We're now uh, 150th most followed channel on mm-hmm. beam but by far the most entertaining oh by far the most entertaining yeah Definitely. on a on a entertainment per hour level we are number one <laughs> <laughs> um new achievement list jack yeah i've had a couple uh this week moon mainly id games i think so we had spell spire 22 achievements oh, oh. we'll have to interrupt your Spell Spire <laughs> achievement list uh, with a game, Dave. Oh, it's a good one. We're giving away Aqua Kitty UDX. I don't know. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? I can't remember this mental. one. Top. It was a little uh, side-scrolling shooter. You're under the ocean. You've got to protect milk. M- milk's being mined out of a planet. Oh, was that the one where the miners yeah. something came floating up in here to... Yeah, yeah. especially Defender, but, yeah. but, right, but okay. more trippy. Very trippy. Yeah, this one I really like, enjoyed it. I thought it was excellent. Much better than Vaccine last week, then. It's got yes. the, the Rich and Jack seal of approval. It certainly does. Uh, code for this one is J9PTQ7HHXFTCR679PTGRM. D-G-K-Z. Cool. Good luck. And enjoy that game. Sorry, Jack. Let's, That's right. let's revert. Back on with the achievement list. So, 
Uh, Spellspy with 22 achievements. Uh, then Narcosis with 10 achievements. Tango Fiesta with 20 achievements. Seasons After Fall with 21 achievements. Skylar and Pluck's Adventures on Cover Island, 18 achievements. Clover Island. Well, uh, Clover Island, sorry. <laughs> um, and Super Beat Zonic with 32 achievements. Super Beat Zonic looks ace. It's a rhythm action game. I hope we play that because mm. I thought it looked amazing. But oh, that's did, not out for another month. Did you know I completed Aero, by the way? You didn't. <laughs> no way. You should tell people about that. Thing. Yeah. You need a command in the beam to let people quiet. know. That <laughs> <laughs> quiet all this time. And then uh, uh, we have DLC. Yeah, one bit of DLC. We've had a title update for Gems of War, which is actually one of the games that's featured in the Freedom um, thing we spoke about earlier. The, okay. Uh, so if you have played it's Gems like of War, a... yeah, there's another title update. That's out it's now. It's like so a be- can... bejazzled. Bejazzled? <laughs> bejeweled. <laughs> That's something you do with the kids. Sorry. <laughs> 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 wow. Uh, That's where I really was last night. Yeah, I've, I haven't played this, but I've um, it, looking at the screenshots for it, it looks like a bejeweled clone. A little bit. No, not like bejazzled. No. Okay, that's a shame. <laughs> uh, we should also mention that uh, another bit of DLC came out this week, which was Hot Wheels and has 29 achievements. For yeah, 500 games. 500 games more. That's how you do a DLC. Exactly. Yeah. Whoosh. Um, cool. Let's talk about new releases. So we've forgotten to do this the last few weeks, so apologies for that if you're excited by the new release list. <laughs> uh, we have Human Falls Flat, Elliot Quest today, and Demon's Castles. Crystal Crystals. Spells. Crystals can't read. Uh, we are streaming Elliot's Quest. We will be streaming the other two at some point next week. Um, Tuesday, we have a game called The Surge. Jack, you played this at Gamescom. Uh, I don't think... I think it was available to play at Gamescom, and I got a pass oh. to go and play it, but I didn't have enough time. Oh, okay. Um, it's on the day when Sorry the public were in, so there were, there were masses of people there. But um, we saw... I think Dave came to it as well. We saw a big presentation about it, and it looked quite interesting. Oh, okay. I, I remember nothing. Quite interesting. So check it out if you like quite interesting things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> White Bushido on Wednesday. I think that's supposed to be quite good. And then next Friday is the big one, Injustice 2, which we hope to be doing a stream for too, if we can speak to Warner about that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Ba-da! a few more as well. Did and you what? Get, there's a few. Uh, the No Compromise DLC in Watch Dogs on Thursday. Oh. Okay. Is that uh, US? Yeah, Mayan Death Robots Arena on Friday. Oh, I need to get these dates set up. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, apologies. In fact, Injustice 2 is out on uh, Wednesday in the States. States uh, Tuesday in the States. Yeah. Uh, no compromise DLC for Watch Dogs. Okay, cool. That might be good. Um, and then on Friday, a whole new world. <laughs> Jesus. It's also coming out. We're going to have to stream that now. Just Rich will sing that all through the stream. Um well, uh, thanks for joining us today. Apologies for my slightly hanging state. Uh, I will be even more hanging at this time next week because we are going to the Great Escape Festival. So there is every possibility that I will not be on the uh, show, and nor will Jack. But um, Dave will be handling things. With Dave will do a, pod- at least a solo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a Dave monologue. Um, I'll just read awesome. it like uh, William Shatner does his songs. Just like. Oh, please do that with some music in the background. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'll definitely tune into that. Um, anyway, thanks for joining us today. And uh, some of us will be back next week. Bye bye.
Bye. Catch you later.